0: Love talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at com. As we head into the second half of the year, taxes are probably not front of mind for most people. The, the April deadline is passed and end of the year planning is, is still a way off, so other topics are, are likely getting more focus. Uh, hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell back with you again, and, and we're going to flip the schedule a little bit today and discuss taxes, um, as it might be a good time to get things aligned uh, now to prevent some issues down the road in one particular area. As we talk about tax basis implications, uh, specifically for shareholders in an S-corporation. And I'm joined today by two guests. First, uh, as always, pleased to welcome back to the podcast, Attorney Stephen Magala. Stephen is a partner at Lavelle Law and uh, has taken time to visit here many times in the past. And it's my pleasure today also to introduce for the first time David Diamond, a founding partner of the CPA firm of Cutchins, Robbins, and Diamond. Uh, So we're going to share some information that they can uh, provide for us. Gentlemen, good afternoon. Thanks for taking the time, both of you, to be here. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Now, Steve, as I mentioned in the open, today's discussion is is really geared towards shareholders of an S-Corp. So before we we dive in, can you give us a quick recap on the characteristics of an S-Corp as compared to other business entities?
2: Sure, sure. A lot of our clients are organized as uh, S-corporations and what that really means is um, it's an entity that's a corporation, but that corporation then elects and has to be eligible for as well to choose uh, S-corporation status and the shareholders have to consent to that election. So basically an S-corporation has uh, flow-through treatment for tax purposes such that the corporation itself doesn't pay any income taxes. Uh, generally speaking, um, but the corporation's income and deductions, um, gains and losses, are passed through to its uh, shareholders, who then report uh, those income and deductions and the like on their own income tax returns.
1: Okay, so to, as we get into today's topic, you know we're, we've sort of defined a uh, corporate entity, but as you just mentioned, what's really important is that this impacts personal returns. Then, correct?
2: Well, the S corporation files a, a informational return, and then um, the uh, individual shareholders of that S corporation report that information on their own personal income tax return. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so as we start to discuss then uh, share, shareholder basis, which we'll learn about a little bit more, is it the corporation's
2: responsibility to track that? Um, David, you want to answer that? Yeah. Right. Well. Um, Technically
0: the corporation is not responsible to track that the basis the shareholder basis, but um, uh, Typically in our firm um, uh, For our S corporations and the shareholders that are uh, in the S corporations We we give them along with their K1 We give them uh, their shareholder basis uh, computations so um, they're they're able to determine um the specifics as far as the losses they're able to deduct on their returns and um, what losses if they're not able to deduct on their return um, what losses are going to be suspended towards future years
1: okay so we've we've used this term shareholder basis here as we 've kind of gotten started can you kind of tell me what that means from a uh from a uh, tax perspective
0: sure um Basis is, is generally defined, as far as the IRS is concerned, as the as shareholder's investment in, in, in property for tax purposes. So in an S-corporation, there's two types of basis. There's stock basis and debt basis. And um, stock basis is adjusted annually as of the last day of the S-corporation tax year. And, um, and basically, in order to deduct losses... On the uh, shareholders' individual income tax return he must he or she must have either stock basis or debt basis so stock okay. basis um, there's there's a number of items that constitute stock basis and there's a and debt basis is typically the shareholders' direct loans to the s corporation
1: All right. well let's let's back up and let's talk first about stock basis and and, again, it sounds like something we could probably um, spend a lot of time on. But, but give me some of the uh, you know, key factors there. You said there's a number of them. What, what are we looking at when you talk about stock basis?
0: Well, there's basically, there's basically five things, five items, Jim, that, um, that constitute stock basis. Number one, um, stock basis is, is increased by all income reported on the uh, Schedule K-1. Number two, it's increased by any capital contributions, including any stock purchases that are made by the shareholder. Um, number three, uh, stock basis is decreased by cash and property distributions made by the corporation to the shareholder. Um, number four, by non-deductible expenses. And number five, stock basis is decreased by all deductible losses and deductions reported on the on this K-1.
1: So for that stock basis, then as you mentioned, um, a, a CPA firm like yours, then or at least in your particular case, you'll, you'll sort of calculate that all and figure that out at the, at the corporate year end, and then share that information back to the individual shareholder.
0: Exactly, it's a it's an attachment to his K1, so that if in fact the stockholder has a loss, um, I, I highly out whether or not the the, uh, the stockholder or the shareholder is is calculating his or her his or her own basis. So, as an accommodation to our clients, we 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 provide that schedules for our clients.
1: Okay, and then your definition of debt basis seemed to be a bit more narrow. So, can you just kind of walk us through that again?
0: Yeah, the important distinction there, Jim, is that um, debt basis is. The, the the shareholders direct loans to his corporation so we've had uh we've had clients go through an audit and uh what the what the agent is looking for is monies coming out of the shareholders personal account and showing as a debit on his bank statement and then a corresponding credit on the uh on the uh, S-corporation shareholders bank account statement. So um, there has to be a direct loan from the shareholder to the S-corp. So that uh, debt basis is increased by direct loans, and obviously it's then decreased by loan repayments to the shareholder. And Mm -hmm. thirdly, it's decreased by any losses. So we think of basis... As kind of like a bank, that's the way I kind of describe it to my clients. So if he has stock, he or she has stock basis and or debt basis. It's kind of a bank that they have inside of the the S corporation. It's a bank account. It not there's no money in there, but it can translate into significant dollars. If there's significant basis, then the shareholder can take money out and in effect tax free because they've already taken that. They've already paid tax on that on that
1: income so if uh, if you're a shareholder in S-Corporation um, I hope you're taking notes today we're discussing shareholder basis and how it factors into the individual tax returns for shareholders in that corporate entity I'm joined by Stephen Magala, a partner at Lavelle Law, and uh, CPA David Diamond who's joining us from Cutchins, Robbins, and Diamond uh, information about Steven's practice along with articles, podcasts, videos he's done can all be found at LavelleLaw.com While Krdcpas.com is where you'll find David's bio and plenty of information about the significant consulting and CPA firm that uh, he's helped uh, build over the years, um, uh, a significant uh, company here in this area. Now, when discussing debt uh, a minute ago, David, you mentioned loans to the corporation. Does guaranteeing a bank loan serve the same purpose from a tax perspective? Uh,
0: Unfortunately, it does not and that's really one of the disadvantages of uh, operating an S corporation compared to uh, an LLC, for an example, which is another flow-through entity. Um, guaranteed loans are basis for uh, deducting losses in LLC, but unfortunately they're not, as I said, not, does not constitute basis for deducting loans in an S corp.
1: And, and as we look at the uh, the stock basis and, and what you're talking about in terms of making sure that uh, the information is gathered at, at year end, it, it seems to me two prong. You know, one is staying on the right side of, of the IRS regulations, but then there's also a piece that allows the shareholder maximize their tax benefits. So it, it kind of works both sides, if I understand it correctly. Sure. Right. Um,
0: look, we, we want our, we want our clients, who are shareholders in an S corporation? We want to, we want to minimize their tax liabilities. So there is certainly opportunities at uh, during the year, but especially at the year end, in order to ma- minimize their tax liabilities through uh, S corporation income tax planning.
1: And and Stephen, is this an area that the IRS is, is likely to scrutinize? And, and if so, you know, what what's the risk of, of- being out of compliance or or not managing the basis properly?
2: Uh, It's certainly, you know, subject to audit um, with respect to, you know, uh, these issues and and not tracking basis and, you know, not reporting your uh, income correctly. Um, A couple of the things I wanted to point out, too, uh, with respect to uh, basis and uh, S-Corp debt that also applies, you know, we talked about the um, guarantee and and how an S-Corp shareholder, even if he guarantees uh, an S-Corp debt, um, th- th- that does not increase the shareholder's basis. But even, um, even if the S-Corp is a borrower without any guarantee, uh, just a, um, the S-Corp is a um, borrower on a loan from a third-party lender. Uh, again, like, like David pointed out, uh, unlike with an LLC or partnership, um, that, that loan uh, to the S-Corporation does not increase the shareholder's basis as well.
1: So, so an, an area in which to to make sure that um, you know someone is is paying attention, and it seems to me from from both uh, both of you the types of service that are provided, um, they just this is just another area we, we talk about all the time where it makes sense to have someone with experience who's a you know understands the uh, uh, the rules and limitations and objectives here. Make sure that someone like that is taking care of this for you, and not try and sit down and uh, look something up on the internet and figure this out on your own. Uh,
0: I, I have to agree with you, Jim. I think it would be pretty difficult for somebody to to, to, to try to figure this out on their own. I mean, uh, um, planning is very important, and uh, with respect to S corp, and uh, and, it, and it's not it's not the simplest task in the world either.
1: And and you mentioned something I heard you say earlier, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but um, you mentioned you know sort of year end to look for those tax benefits. When you're talking about planning for an S-Corp, um, at what point should they be making sure that all this is lined up properly to make sure that it's all done on time and, and done properly?
0: Well, what we do with our clients is um, we have year-end tax meetings um, with our S-Corporation shareholders. And typically we also are responsible for doing the uh, the corporate the corporate work as well. So I'll give you an example where there could be a, a potential savings. So let's say... We're anticipated that the S corporation is going to generate a loss um, at the end of this year for 2016, for example. And it, it's, it's apparent that in October and November that the shareholder doesn't have enough basis in order to deduct that loss. Well, one of our recommendations might be, if you why don't you loan Mr. Shareholder? Why don't you loan your S corporation um, X amount of dollars? Assuming there's going to be a uh, a flow-through loss to him of let's say twenty-five thousand uh, dollars, if, if he loans that twenty-five thousand dollars to his S corporation by December 31st, he's now increased his uh, his deductions on his uh, 2016 tax returns in the amount of $25,000. So that's some sort of
1: a planning technique and opportunity that we try to take advantage of before the end of the year. Yeah, trying and identify those on time. Um, well, as usual, we've, we've got more topic than time. David, before we let you go, where can someone get more information about this topic or, or other services available from Cutchins, Robbins, and Diamond?
0: Well, um, I my uh, uh, my email address is uh, ddiamond at krd. C as in Charlie, P as in Paul, A S as in Sam. Dot com. Dot com rather. Or um, um, anybody can feel free to call me at my direct line. My line is eight four seven two seven eight four three zero zero. And we're located All right, in the well, Thanks,
1: David Diamond. Appreciate that, David and uh, Stephen McGowan from Laval Law. We thank you both for being here. Look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks a lot.